0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 215 of the Uncore Gamers. I'm Dan.
1: And I'm Adam.
0: Now, uh, obviously these are some trying times in this country. Uh, there's a lot of unrest in the USA and around the world, actually. And, you know, some people are wondering, should we do a broadcast? Should we stay silent? Um, personally... I mean, there's a lot of people canceling their episodes of ep- uh, podcasts and stuff these last two weeks to show solidarity, but at the same time, like, if I'm a protester out there, and I'm out there for, like, hours, you know, maybe I want to listen to, like, something for a little bit to kind of take some, uh just to do something, you know, while I'm out there. So, uh, I don't know, I kind of feel like maybe putting the podcast out isn't a bad idea. What do you think?
1: Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, I understand, but it's like, Some podcasts are, you know, they're discussing it, but then, you know, they're saying that, like, look, we want to put this out because ultimately, like, people mentally need, like, a break. Like, you know, not that, you know, they're giving up. It's just, you know, they it's just, you know, the constant stream of, you know, all the horrific things happening. Like, you know, people want something to, like, listen to that's not related to it.
0: Yeah, I think that's basically why we're going to put out this episode. So people just have a, a moment to take a break.
1: Um, uh, so yeah, so Dan, I saw your setup for your VR now. Now that we are a VR podcast, we just need a, uh, Xbox Insight person. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so now you got your whole setup and everything. You showed me all the stuff. So how's yeah, that got, working uh, out?
0: Uh, for everybody doesn't know, I got the, uh, Kiwi, uh, version two setup going on. So I got the, uh, cord being suspended over the, uh, on, on the roof of my room, on the ceiling of my room. Uh, by these little pulley systems. Um, it's working out alright so far. It's a little bit harder to sit down at the distance that we got to sit up at right now. But for standing and stuff like that, like it feels nice not having the cord just on the ground. You don't feel that weight of the cord on you, you know?
1: Yeah, like, it only really... The cord doesn't bother me that much. It's, uh, it's annoying when, like, you're playing, like, Creed or something, right? Because, like, you know, you're super into the game. You're throwing punches, and all of a sudden, like, the cord, like you know, it, it gets in front of you or like it gets in back of you and it's like a an uncomfortable position, but you can't do anything because you're mid fight. Exactly. Yeah. So for like a game like that where you have to get physical, like it totally makes sense. Or, you know, even like how you've been playing the uh, Saints and Sinners game, like yeah. that's a game you have to stand up for. You want to be comfortable because you have to spend like in that game at least. An hour every each time you play. It's not like a game you play for like twenty minutes and put down, right?
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, you want you want to spend as much time as you can out every single time you go out. I'm um, Also, games like you've been playing. Uh, what's it called? A firewall. You know, you don't you don't want that core getting in the way when you're like putting your rifle up, down and up. You know.
1: Yeah, that was the game that I told you where I had. I was like, what, I was like, what the fuck? Like, how is it not picking me up? And then I like moved the uh, VR set, and I was like, oh shit, I'm completely turned around. Um, yeah, so that yeah, is uh, so one enormous. concern
0: about having the setup though that I've seen some people mention in their own uh, setup videos, is that if you are planning to have a game where you're turning around constantly, you don't want to do that. Uh, it's a little bit easier with the PSVR because it, it's really only supposed to pick you up at 180 degrees, but if you're spinning around 360 degrees, 720 degrees, and you don't spin back around the other direction, so if you keep spinning in one direction, you could basically destroy your cable.
1: Yeah, and I don't know what you'd do after that. Yeah, I don't know, buy a new
0: PSVR. I don't think you can switch it out.
1: Damn. Um. Yeah, no, so, I mean, uh, I did order, like, the wall mount, because right now, like, I tried, you got me uh, Everybody's Golf VR, and that's a game where it's kind of weird, because you have to have the move controller, pointing down so you need to make sure that it's picking you up and then it's also picking up your club the way I have my camera set up right now like it's kind of annoying like it wasn't consistently hitting the ball Uh, so right now yeah because like the way I have it like the camera resting it's not it's not fully tracking me but I did see that there is like you can adjust your tracking uh I just need to do that
0: yeah uh (laughs) I, I dropped the uh, 80 bucks and got myself some Phillips Hue uh, lights to see if I can get some uh the green light going, if that actually works a lot better. Oh, you did? Yep. Dude, literally like two days ago, though, the thing's already shit. There's too light for me to change anything. Two days ago, I saw a video. I was like, hey, here's a cheaper alternative that works just as good as a Philips Hue. And I was like, you son of a bitch.
1: Are you going to return it?
0: Uh, no, I'm probably not going to return it. I might get both. Um, just kind of like compare them because i feel like the, the light bulbs are like 40 bucks a pop and this other uh i forget what the brand was like la, la fee or something like that it's like 20 bucks a bulb okay so it's a lot cheaper
1: um i was playing astrobot
0: Hey, I, I just started that today too
1: oh you you never played it before Nah, i but you've had it for so long you were the one telling me like how good it was i thought you played it
0: uh no, I just knew it was going to be good based off of uh the one that's in the VR Worlds demo and stuff like that.
1: Uh yeah, dude, that game is really good. Like that's one like I actually play sitting down uh, and I can play for longer like periods of time. It's it's hell fun.
0: Yeah, uh I finished the second world. How far did you get?
1: Uh, I think I'm on the third world. So I'm on the I think I beat it already. So it was like I did the ocean one. Yeah. Okay, so then I'm on, I forget which one. I think I'm on, like, the third or fourth world.
0: Yeah, the ocean one, that's the one that ends up with the lava octopus, right?
1: Yeah, is that the one where you have to jump, like, rail tracks?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah, that game, like, so, like, you have to, like, you, even though you're sitting down, you're still fully immersed in it because, like, say, like, okay, for instance, the water level, right? There's a ship. And you need to break a piece of the ship so your guy can jump up top. Then you have to, like, stand up so you can look inside so you know like if there's, like, anything else you need to grab in there. I was like, whoa, this game is crazy.
0: Yeah, I've actually... Uh, Have you been able to find all the robots so far?
1: Uh, It's super annoying when I can hear the help me and I can't find them. And I'm like, I don't want to move around. Because once you... If you pass a certain point, the camera won't go back. So... It's like, I'm not leaving this area until I like, look around me, like, on all sides. I look up, like, above me. I look below me, see if there's something I could break or where it's at.
0: Yeah, no, 100%. On the first world, I managed to get all the bots, but I'm missing one chameleon. And in the second world, I got all the chameleons, but I'm missing, like, four bots.
1: Yeah, that, yeah, same thing. Also, I didn't know what the chameleon was at first, and it kind of freaked me out. I was like, oh, I was like, I thought it was, like, an enemy and I yeah. looked away, and I was like, oh, I was supposed to keep staring at that thing.
0: Yeah, have you gone back to the mothership to spend your coins yet?
1: I didn't even know you could do that.
0: Yeah, you go back to the mothership, you kind of go into this little uh, area where you can kind of have your guy run around, and you can go to a crane machine, and you spend your coins on the crane machine to get a little, like, uh, things for, oh. um, like, little play sets, basically, uh, based off of different levels, so you get a little, like, place little toys to put in that play set. So you jump out of the claw machine, go to the chest, uh, the play set, is configured for, you open up that chest and uh your area will be filled up with like little playset things you can kinda have a little like toy room area you can run around jump in with little enemies and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, that was part of the PlayStation um the um what is it, the Playstation play event. So I got it for ten bucks dude and I mean it's pretty cool. Like when your controller, when it turns into the little um like you know how you can shoot out the little towing hitch? Yeah. And then you can like, like you see the towing hitch, like the like the cable, like in your controller. And then like you can bounce him by like bouncing your controller. I don't know. I thought it was super cool.
0: And the bosses are pretty good too.
1: Yeah, like it's like the right amount of difficulty.
0: No, absolutely. It's it's a great platform. I'm actually surprised that platformers didn't start taking off in VR more, especially with games like that one, showing like an example of the people actually do enjoy vr platformers
1: yeah i mean i i know that there's another one but it didn't get like as hyped. but i heard it's it's like it it's up there but not astrobot like astrobot is like one of the ones that people say if you pick up a vr like you should pick that game up with it yep um oh man and then i was playing pixel ripped and dude fuck that boss that is some bullshit yeah you, the last is one. The final one yeah
0: i told you i told you it was gonna be frustrating
1: dude i i just got so mad i was like oh man like i wanted to get the next pixel rip but i'm like no nah, not until i beat this one but dude it just makes you start over and i'm just i can't like dude it just gets so hard
0: yeah it really does it's uh i banged my head on that one for a bit too
1: yeah yeah and i keep falling off of the stage too so that doesn't help um yeah, but that's uh, that's all I have for VR right now. I haven't played anything else. How about you?
0: Uh, I mean, that's, I think, actually, that's yeah, pretty much mostly what I play, too, for
1: VR and for games in general this week. So I I got to ask you, Dan, were you ready for this revolutionary Sega announcement? I was not. So everybody was thinking, like, it's going to be the Saturn Mini. No, it's going to be the Dreamcast Mini. And then Fog Gaming. So it's like the cloud but fog. So if the arcades are closed in Japan, now you can play arcade games at home. Is that right? That's what I've been hearing people say.
0: Uh, I think that's right. But first of all, that was not the announcement I thought you were going to go with.
1: Oh, you're talking about okay, yeah. So anyway, so yeah. Anyway, that that was just trash. And then the real turd on top: the Sega Game Gear Micro.
0: Not mini, micro. Dude. Gone. They skipped the step. They just went smaller.
1: Now, okay, so there is a black one, a blue one, yellow, and red.
0: No, um, and each,
1: four each games.
0: One has, each one has four different games.
1: Right, and I think the yellow one is for RPGs. That one has a Shin Megami Tensei game on it. Yeah, um, yeah this Force
0: 1, 2, This and screen
1: yeah. is only... What is it? Is it even half of an inch? It's not even half an inch, right?
0: I think it might. I think it might actually be one inch. It's a okay. one inch screen. It's like uh, the the system itself is like three by two inches.
1: Oh, okay. So yeah, so it is. You're right. It's a one inch screen, and then you're probably saying, "Hey, how am I going to play an RPG and read the text?" Well, they've already solved that problem, Dan. Did you hear about it?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I have heard about it, but it does have a caveat.
1: They're selling a magnifying glass to go over it.
0: Right, they call it the Sega Big Window. But you have to buy all four of them at one time to be able to get the big window.
1: Wait, what?
0: Yeah, no, it's not sold separately. You have to buy all four of them in one purchase to be eligible for it.
1: How much are what's the cost of each one? I think it's like four it's like four thousand or I forget.
0: Yeah, four thousand yens. I think it's um let me let me pull up a conversion real quick.
1: I mean, like, but wait, what are these for? Oh, yeah, they're also already all sold out, too. So, yeah. if, if you were thinking about getting one, you would have had to have done that within the first, I don't know, five minutes of them releasing. Because I think they sold out in like 10 minutes.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're like around 45 bucks each.
1: Okay, so you're going to spend like 200 and something to get these like novelty items?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, it's. I mean, it's- it's 40 bucks for four game gear games. Yeah, I'm pretty sure these games aren't going to take that long to beat.
1: Yeah, and then people are saying like, "Oh, well, look how small it is. There's four games and it's like, dude, but do you know the amount of memory that an SD card could fit? Like they could have put way more games on each one."
0: Yeah, you want to know what else is fun about this whole thing? What? It takes batteries.
1: Oh, that's right! They wanted to keep it traditional.
0: You gotta put in two AAA batteries into it to get it to work.
1: But if you don't want to do it, you could do the other old school way just like Game Gear did, which was you could play it plugged into your wall. Oh, can you? I didn't see that. I don't know who's doing this, but yeah. Like, who's gonna play on this thing? Like, Wouldn't it be for you to play on the go?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's Japan only. Um, so I doubt we'll even see this in the uh, states. I'm not gonna lie. If if they came out with one in the states, and I like saw evidence that it could be hacked, I might pick one up.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, if I could get it for like forty bucks, and I don't know, I could just get one. It's something I would maybe put on my keychain. But that, like, you know, like I, as far as me actually playing it, I'd probably mess around with it, like maybe once or twice, and then just be done with it. Yeah, it's more of a showpiece.
0: It's uh, it's not a thing I'd buy four different versions of it though. I mean, honestly, if if it if it was translatable into English, I would pick up the yellow one to get the Shining Force games.
1: That's the one I would go for too, because we didn't get the uh, Megami Tensei game that's on there.
0: Oh no, that's actually the red one.
1: Oh, it's the red one. I thought it was the yellow one.
0: Yeah, it's, the the red one has uh, Game Gear Shinobi columns and two Megami Tensei Gaiden games.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know why they just... Dude, people were thinking they were coming out with a console. Like, they said revolutionary.
0: Oh, people thought they were going to be releasing the Xbox in Japan as like a partnership deal.
1: Oh, yeah, because people were like, that would make the most sense. And then it just totally went the other way.
0: People were running around calling it the Xbox Sex. Everyone was ready for it. Oh, really? No. But (laughs) that would have been weird, though. I don't know why Microsoft would want to, like because then they'd have to give Sega a piece of the pie for just just for putting their name on it true I don't know I don't know uh, it's uh Sega's really knocking it out of the park with their announcements right now, but to be fair m dot two is the one working on the uh or m two are the ones working on the ports
1: I don't know who that is
0: oh they're like a big name when it comes to supporting like older games to anything. They did the Sega Genesis Classic Collection. They did the Sega Aegis stuff on the Nintendo consoles.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's why people were hyped on it. Yeah. Um, Oh, I did forget to tell you. I did buy a game also for like five bucks, and it was a VR game, uh, Electronauts. Oh, how was that? Uh, I mean, it's pretty easy to use. It's cool. Like, you can, you know, create songs basically anybody if you think you'd be terrible at djing um or you know sampling the song or cutting it how you want this is so easy to where you know you mess up it'll it'll most likely sound good uh i mean it's a fun game more of a showcase really but still pretty fun like if you just want to show somebody like here look at this is like vr and like you know you see your hands and like you see all the stuff that you're doing um playing around with like the modules it's fun, but, I mean, you you only play in, like, short bursts.
0: Okay, okay. Would you pick up Arizona Sunshine? Because I hear it has a co-op mode.
1: What's Arizona... Oh, that's right. Actually, I've been hearing about that. It's a VR game, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, maybe, actually.
0: It's a zombie VR game with uh, free locomotion, I believe.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I would pick that up.
0: Cool, you should do it because I own
1: that game. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I haven't, do you know how much I it haven't is. played it yet. I got it recently. You haven't played it
0: at all? No. Nah. Like, I got a... It was, like, in a sale. I don't know if it's still on sale, but it was on sale. I was like, you know what? I've always been meaning to try it out, and it's a good sale, so I picked it up.
1: I'll, I'll look into it after this episode. Um, something else uh, that's an old game that I've been seeing trending, mostly on the in the Foo community on Instagram, uh, it seems that people barely learned how the difficulty uh, function works on South Park the Fractured Butthole. Do you know about it, Dan?
0: Yes, I know about it.
1: So the way it works is easy would be white. And then brown is like, you know, you're getting into like the medium difficulty to intermediate. And then black is like extreme difficulty.
0: And of course, he's talking about skin tone.
1: Yes. Yeah. So people like uh, somehow like people are barely finding out about that. And this game came out in like 2017. Uh, I haven't played it yet. I played the first one. I liked it a lot. It was hilarious. It was just like one giant episode that they couldn't show on TV.
0: Yeah. Uh, you do know that from what I've heard, the difficulty setting is just, it doesn't really do anything. It's
1: just a joke. Oh, really? I didn't even know that.
0: Yeah, that's what I've heard
1: people say. Oh. Only one way to find out.
0: It's a great joke, though.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so there's a, you remember Dead Island 2?
1: Yeah. Where they had the uh, car yeah.
0: Show The guy running on the beach. Everybody starts turning into zombies while they're running, yeah. So, you know, uh, Jaeger Studios, who did uh spec Ops the lines, was working on it and they got canned and they got given somebody out to Sumo Digital, and then Sumo Digital got canned, and Deep Server was like, We're just gonna do it in house, and nobody's heard about it since then. Well, a leaked build of the game from when Jaeger was working on it, um, is out and people are playing it to check it out what it was like in 2015. It's just basically like this like, little demo beach area where you run around with weapons and zombies attack you and stuff like that. Okay. But yeah, people are like tweeting it, um, putting, posting videos online. And like Jaeger's not even upset about it. He's like, yeah, it's kind of cool that that people get to play what we were working on.
1: So are they like talking about bringing it back or maybe like um, getting it funded?
0: Oh, no. It's it's uh, Deep Silver's got it in development, how did. It it's probably never going to come out.
1: Development hell terrible.
0: Um, also, how would you like to get over 700 games for only five dollars
1: for what system? PC. Oh, uh, I mean, that would be great, I guess.
0: That's right. Itch, itch.io is selling a bundle of over 700 games for five bucks to support racial justice and equality. So, you buy the bundle, they're donating, um. All the funds are being split 50-50 between the NA- NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund and Community Bail Fund.
1: Oh, damn, that's tight. I thought yeah, it was and... going to be like something illegal.
0: No, and some of these games... Now, H.I.O. is a legit place. Um, and some of these games are, are big-name games, like Oxenfree, Night in the Woods, um, to name a couple. Super Hexagon. Um, those are the ones I'm familiar with off the small list that I saw. But 5 bucks. Gets you over 700 games on itch.io, uh, which is its own platform. As far as I know, they're not Steam keys or anything like that. I haven't looked into it yet, but I'm probably going to pick it up, actually. Because a couple of those games, like uh, Night in the Woods, are games that I tried to demo back when we were doing PlayStation Experience. Uh, and, you know, I liked that. I wanted to pick it up, I just never got around to it. And seems like the perfect place to get it.
1: Hey, I forgot to ask you. The Arizona game, can you use the uh, AIM controller with that?
0: Yes, they did update it for that
1: when it came oh, out. Oh, okay. See, I'm all about games that have, that use the aim controller.
0: There you go, my
1: man. Um. So, did you hear about? Uh, have you ever seen Wood from uh, you know beat 'em ups? You ever see his channel on YouTube? No. Oh well. It was oh like wait, yeah, thing. the
0: guy, the guy that looks like Metal Jesus, or whatever.
1: Yeah, the Australian guy. Uh, it's, like, big news, I guess, that, like, Nintendo is, like, yeah, we don't really want you to, like, represent us anymore, but, like, still review our stuff, and, like, it's, like, really weird. Like, they basically said, like, yeah, we don't want you to do, like, we're not going to work with you anymore, but, okay, like, so still f- review our stuff.
0: From my understanding, my my understanding of what, what, what's going on is that Nintendo contracts a company to handle the Nintendo Ambassador Program. And that company sent him an email saying that, hey, you're out of the ambassador program, but we're still going to give you game codes. And, you know, we're still going to invite you to events. We're going to do everything that we were basically doing, but you're not officially an ambassador
1: anymore. Yeah, so take down all that stuff, like saying you're, like, with us because you aren't. Like, yeah, so, but was... I don't know. It's like, super weird. Like, everybody's talking about it on YouTube, like other channels. Like, even RGT85 made, like, a video on it.
0: Yeah, it's, I don't. I don't get why. Um, it doesn't make any sense considering that literally the only thing that's changing is that he can't say that he's an ambassador. They're still giving him game codes as far as he knows. I it's, I don't understand. I, I don't get it.
1: Yeah. It's weird too, because like, I guess like Nintendo will work hand in hand with smaller YouTubers, but I guess it's because they're like the demographic that they think like their game should be towards. I, I don't know. Dude, it's really, really weird. Um, uh, But he said he's still going to continue to um, review the games. Like, nothing's going to change.
0: Yeah. I mean, it makes Uh, sense.
1: uh, A new game did come out for the Switch, though, which is the, what is it, the 52 games?
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that one. Yeah, Uh, I know. Mahjong,
1: Poker, tank.
0: Clubhouse games, right?
1: Yeah. And then it tells you, I guess it's like, you don't know how to play like Mahjong. It'll show you, like, the, you like you go to like the country's like origin and there's somebody who will, like tell you like where it started how to play it, and then all that other stuff, but I guess it's mostly most of the games are meant to be played like top down like you know you just have it just flat
0: right like a board game basically
1: yeah i think like I think it's like thirty something bucks right now, but I could wait for that to go down, but knowing Nintendo it probably won't for a while
0: are you actually you actually want to pick it up though?
1: Yeah, I do like because I want to play some of those games. But you don't like Connect Four. You don't like poker. You don't like pool. You don't like Chinese checkers, chess.
0: Dude, you become an old man, dude. You're playing golf. You want to, you you buy your video game consoles, board games, so you can play like some backgammon.
1: I mean, I don't even know how to play backgammon, but I could learn. <laughs> yeah, I, I am becoming old. Uh, I started noticing a few gray hairs.
0: Yeah. Uh. So. I mean, with the with with what little you get to play of everybody's golf VR, you think it's going to be a nice little, like, oh, it's raining out, I can't go golfing, but you know what? I got that VR golf game.
1: No, dude, because it's just like it's just like real golf because you don't play against anybody else and you don't see any other players, right? So you're not really focusing on um, you're not you're more worried, you're more focused on like bettering your game, which is a lot of people that golf they're just trying to get better in certain aspects of their game. Like, you know, maybe um, maybe you're slicing. So now you like and then, you know, you play the course, you play the game a few more times. And now you're slicing less. So then maybe you don't do so well with like a pitching wedge. Well, maybe like then you get better at that. So like it's it's pretty fun that way. Also, it's kind of crazy to see like the caddy, like, you know, to see somebody like, you know, like you put in your height. And then it'll adjust the height, and it's like, okay, so this is how tall this girl is, and this is how tall, like, I would actually be to, like, her. Like, or, like, you know, you're in, like, the golf, like, clubhouse, and you can look around. It's pretty cool. I haven't played around with it a bunch, but I guess, like, you do have to speak with your caddy and, like, form some sort of a bond um, to get extra things out of it. Um, And then there are also outfits you can unlock for your caddy. One of them was only available if you pre-ordered the game, which I didn't do. So there is other things to work towards, like in the game. I don't. I think you can also unlock different clubs, different sets, bags. But yeah.
0: So you're gonna you're gonna form a deep bond with your caddy.
1: Never. Le- I'm never leaving the VR world.
0: <laughs> That's definitely. Uh, is 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 that your first experience with like a lifelike character model?
1: Uh, no, because when I played, well, like, no, 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 wait. Yeah, actually, yes, yes. But the other one that was face-to-face, that was my first one, was uh, Firewall. And that's when it, like, tripped me out to see somebody the same height as me, and I like, come around the corner, and then they're pointing a gun at me. Like, that shit kind of freaked me out, like, for my first time. like I Like, that's why I can't, like, imagine, like, that's fucked up, like, when people are like... Yeah, just play this game, and then they give you, like, a horror game where there's jump scares, like that <laughs> Rush of Blood or something. Dude, I would never, I knew what that game was, and there's, like, no way. That will not be my first VR experience.
0: It's a good game. You should, you should actually try it out, though. I've
1: heard it's actually really good, and it's still on their top recommended on the PlayStation Store. It's just, dude, that's, it just seems like a lot. Like, yeah, I don't you know, know man.
0: I think I have that one on disc. You want to borrow it?
1: Hell no. I did, however, let my niece play um I took it over and let my niece play um Resident Evil and she didn't even she didn't even see anybody but she just got like too freaked out.
0: That's that's what I'm saying, man. Like it's it's surprisingly like that I think that game's like the best when it comes to like yeah, this feels like an actual like house kind of
1: Yeah, and that game is actually ten bucks right now. Um I thought about getting it and I'm like, dude, like I don't know, man. Like, (laughs) shit. But they do say like all the reviews and all stuff. Like, if you own a VR, this is like a must-have because of like how well it's done.
0: Yeah, I don't own it, but ten bucks, I might pick it up. Never play it, but you know, if if people come over and they want to check out VR, like here, go ahead and jump on Resi Seven for like a couple hours.
1: Yeah, like also, I I did. I made her like look around when you're with you're entering the house. Like I was like the cameraman and i told my niece to look around cuz i wanted to see if i could see like the like the dead asian woman like ghost but it didn't appear
0: yeah i don't i don't know what triggers that. i think it's just random
1: yeah that's even creepier
0: <laughs> uh sony europe has been fined 3.5 million australian dollars for misleading australian consumers over its refund policy
1: wait what were they doing to them
0: let's see Another breach, okay, so a breach, uh, one of the breaches, Uh, the game's being purchased digitally and it's been 14 days since the purchase, um, and those responses did not align with the Australian Consumer Law. And, again, Sony told a cu- customer that it could not provide a refund unless the game developer authorized it. What? And it would could only issue a, a refund using PlayStation dollars, basically.
1: Oh, okay, wow.
0: So it's basically um, something that would probably fly in the U.S., but Australia's consumer laws forbid that type of treatment.
1: Yeah, well, they got it right. Yeah, uh, so,
0: I mean, you know, chump change to, to Sony, but... True. So cool. It's uh, cool that governments are keeping check on these companies.
1: Have you been watching any anime lately?
0: Uh, I've only been watching two regularly right now, and that's uh, Ahiro no Sora and Tower of God.
1: What are those on?
0: Uh, you can find definitely Tower of Gods, a Crunchyroll exclusive, and Ahiros no Sora. I watch it on Crunchyroll. I'm not sure if you can find it elsewhere, though.
1: Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Doro Kidoro?
0: No, I don't think I have.
1: It's like, um... It's like kind of weird. It's on Netflix right now, and it's finally in English. I've heard about it a lot. Uh, I guess it was like super popular, like when Beastars was still like a manga, this one was still a manga. Um, but... So this one, Dorohidoro, it's about this dude, and he was turned into a, a, like, a lizard-like man kind of thing, and, like, everybody in this, like, neo-cyberpunk town, uh, they like, they could be, like, wizards, or, like, they all wear, like, masks and stuff. Anyway, this guy has, like, a man inside of him, and then he, like, puts people's faces, like, in his mouth and be like, talk to the man, like, what did he say to you? And then if they're like, you're not the one, then he just kills them. I don't know, it's a really weird one.
0: I have heard something along those lines from somewhere.
1: I don't know, I mean, if you want to watch... I mean, the anime style is good. It's not as serious as I thought it was going to be. It's kind of like zany at times, I guess. But it's pretty adult.
0: That's pretty cool, man. It's it's nice when these things are finally coming out, so more people can enjoy them. What do you mean, like dubbed? Yeah, dubs or you know, just more readily accessible.
1: Yeah. I mean, you could always do that. You know what I was wondering is alright, so if you got like people try to say like on all these other podcast shows, right, they're always advertising like some sort of like VPN. So, you know, you can be like, Oh, like, you know, be in America, but say like basically telling your computer like, I'm in Japan, so then now I can ac- I can access uh Japanese Netflix and watch anime. But it's like Would the subtitles even be there, like, in English? Probably not. Yeah, that doesn't... See, I know, and they're always selling this on, like, podcasts I listen to. I'm like, dude, I don't think the American subtitles are going to be there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's for people that either know Japanese or they just want to watch it. They don't care if they can understand it. Um, It's also a lot for people that want to watch, like, UK Netflix because they have completely different lists.
1: Yeah, I do kind of want it. I, see, we we got to get sponsored by a by a VPN because I need to watch that. There's a lot <laughs> right. of UK shows that they never made it over here, or like I try to get the DVD and the DVDs like the pl- like the price of like Blu-rays when those first came out, and then it's not going to play on the PlayStation. and Then I have to go buy a different like DVD player, and it's just a real pain in the ass,
0: right? Uh, okay, so Destiny Two had its first live event, and people said it took way too long for it to happen.
1: What do you mean? What happened?
0: Apparently, it took like ninety minutes um, for. So they have their seasonal, their story things are like based off seasons now, like uh, Fortnite. And this was the, fair the season was called. But it was basically the um, big planet destroying ship is gonna crash land against Earth. And like the big live event was watching it explode, cause hey, the Guardians did it; they saved Earth again. And really, people were like were just waiting for it to happen for like over ninety minutes.
1: Oh wow! Yeah. Um. So I don't. I don't get it. I thought Destiny Two has been out for a while. Like, it has been
0: out. They've been doing. They they switched over to a seasonal model like
1: Fortnite. Oh okay. Yeah. See, I don't know. I never played Destiny. I never got sucked into that. I don't know if it's good or bad.
0: It's free. You play yeah. for free now.
1: You know, you know what uh, was free, and I think we totally forgot to talk about it, and it's not free anymore. Is um, Final Fantasy fourteen?
0: Oh yeah, I mean it's not free. They gave you like the base game. You got the base game for free. Now comes with a thirty month, thirty uh, month pass for the game, but it is a pay by pay by month
1: game. Oh okay. So is it still up and free or no?
0: Uh, I don't know. You'd have to look up, but it was yeah, it was free on pretty much anything. Um, but I don't know. Like I, I want to try it out and have fun with it and play with people, um, that I know. But at the same time, like I know, like after those first thirty days, I'm probably just gonna drop it because I'm not gonna be spending fifteen bucks a month on it.
1: Yeah, dude. Like, man, I don't know if I could get into like an MMO like that, or like I don't even know if I could even do an RPG right now. I'm just too busy with too many other games to devote, like, like I said, like, I could be, I would probably be playing it and then be just thinking, like, dude, I could just be dumping this time into, like, Monster Hunter. Yeah. Um, I do Speaking have, place. Of- oh, what were you were, you, you
0: were playing it a lot this week. Uh, didn't get a chance to really jump in with you guys as much.
1: Uh, yeah, I was playing a lot this week, not this weekend, but, yeah, I was just trying to just grind it out, get my Hunter Rake up, Master rank that's pretty much it man just uh and then trying to craft like a sword for Paralyze, and then i think curtis he's going for some sort of a build i i forget but i was pretty much just trying to just help him out like whatever he was trying to get
0: yeah that's cool the last of us hbo series might have found the director
1: they didn't have one already
0: uh apparently they got john johan renk who won an emmy for directing all five episodes of chernobyl and says he's on boards to executive produce, and at least direct the pilot episode.
1: Yeah, we'll see how that turns out.
0: And apparently, Ellie's still going to be gay, so they're not changing that at all.
1: I mean, why would they? Like that—that that would be dumb to change it. I don't know. they—they
0: uh, they change lots of things when they put things on film.
1: Um, wait. So let's go back to Monster Hunter real quick. So isn't it uh, what's his name? Alteron.
0: Uh, Alatrion.
1: Uh, Alatrion. He comes next month.
0: Oh, did they officially announce it? Because I think, got pushed back.
1: I think he, he I, I believe he comes out uh, mid-July. And will that be the last update?
0: Uh, that is the last official update, yeah.
1: And then, so then after that, then they're just going to pull everybody and then just they're just going to have people just maintaining the server pretty much and working Probably. on patches if it needs it. Yeah, basically. And then that's even better though because then people can start, you know, working on the next Monster Hunter game, even more staffed.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, they already w- are working on it. I mean, I'm sure we'll probably see it the first year or the second year of the new generation.
1: Yeah, I would say, yeah. I would say second gear. I mean, it would be cool if it was a launch title, but there's no way it'd be too soon. Yeah. Uh, so because this whole... Because everything jumped off, you know, because of the protests and stuff, Um. when do you think PlayStation will come out and decide it's time to talk about it because you got to think like they're still on like you know on a schedule with some sort of quarterly basis like you know when they want to introduce the product when you know when they sell it and then you know projecting their numbers by like what quarter they should have
0: yeah yeah Um, I know a bunch of like, I know IGN's uh, Summer Game Fest and a bunch of those other companies that are doing their own little presentations have pushed it back into like, uh, I want to say, I'm not even sure if it's next week. Let me see. Yeah, actually, until like next week. So the question is, is does Sony also push into next week and kind of compete with that noise or do they push it one more week? Get it past The Last of Us' launch date. uh, Give that a little bit of room to breathe and do it maybe in the week of the 22nd.
1: Okay, that would make sense because isn't that like a? I I could see them yeah wanting like the Last of Us to to get all the attention it can, especially right now. Yeah, yeah that that actually makes a lot of sense.
0: So I mean we'll see. They again they haven't announced anything as to one is going to come back or anything like that. But uh I would guess maybe third week or no um the 20, week of the twenty second. Is when I would guess they would start to do their announcement again.
1: Yeah, I guess um, some people were mad. I I know one person, I'm not going to say their name, but uh, who was... I mean, okay, so when they said that they weren't going to, you know, do the event, I was like, we were so close, like I was like mad, but then I was like, I wasn't really mad, but then, you know, it's like, okay, it's, it's completely understandable that they would do that. But at the same time, it's like, did Sony do that because they actually care or did they do that from like a financial standpoint? Like,
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the big question with all these companies that pushed it back. Are they doing it because they, you know, the big things like we don't want to take away the uh, attention from this thing. But at the same time, if you were to release it right now, probably almost nobody's going to be talking about it because all the stuff is ha- other stuff is happening.
1: Yeah. But no. So what I was saying is about my friend, he was mad. That Call of Duty didn't release their newest season.
2: Oh, that, yeah. that's it.
1: Yeah, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like, dude, is, are you are you for real right now? Like, you're actually you're legitimately upset about this." It's like f- fucking stupid, fucking idiots, fucking it up. I'm like, dude, there's the bigger picture here. Like, do you not understand? Like, a video game does not compare with like you know of what's happening.
0: Yeah, social justice and everything.
1: Yeah, I was like, man, this guy is too much.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of bummed out when I first heard about the PlayStation. But it's understandable. So yeah, you know, like I found out at work, I think it was Tuesday or something like it was like two days before they were going to do it. And I saw the tweet and I was like, oh, I was really looking forward to that. But I, 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 I understood it.
1: Yeah, I mean, ever since the whole COVID shit, like everybody was like hungry for like, you know, like the news. Like even like Nintendo did like, you know, that little... Their first ever week little mini direct that was just not that good. It was more of like a Paper Mario direct. And then, I, I mean, I don't know. Just a lot of disappointments have come. So, like, this was the big one. And then it just totally just like, nah, cold shower.
0: Yeah. I think, like, Nintendo's aren't, isn't Nintendo like the only one that's been doing announcements? Everybody else has been like, nah, we're not going to do it because of all this stuff happening in the world. Nintendo's like, nah, screw it, put out a video.
1: Yeah, but, like, even, like, Nintendo's, like, they haven't gotten anything. They'll be satisfied with the the little that we're going to give them. Yeah. Like, I swear they were trolling with the Samus head on Paper Mario.
0: Oh, absolutely they were.
1: Yeah, a lot of people, it's just, like, because they know people have nothing better to do, like, gamers, like, than, like, speculate and, like, pick it apart.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I I got a game announcement for you, man. It's super exciting. You ready for this?
1: It better be good, Dan.
0: It's a re-release.
1: Okay.
0: Kingdoms of Amalar re reckoning. Coming out for the PS4, Xbox One and PC Boyo coming out August eighteenth.
1: Never heard of it.
0: Oh, you've heard of it, man. This is this is the game of the studio that was like backed by the Rhode Island Mafia. Uh what? They went under. They went under Rhode Island purchased the rights to the game. And held on to it until eventually it got picked up by like THQ Nordic.
1: I've never heard of this game. Really? Yeah. What's it's it called uh, again?
0: Kingdoms of Amalur is the original game.
1: Uh, let's see this. Kingdom. Kingdoms of
0: Amalur: Reckoning. Um, this game was anybody who's played it basically says it's better than Skyrim. That's how good this game is. Oh,
1: okay. I've seen this game before many times at like GameStop. Never played it.
0: Yeah, supposedly the game is like top notch. I haven't actually played much of it. I know Gail's got really into it. But pretty much, whenever I hear people talk about it, they basically say it's better than Skyrim. Really? As far as like world setting, gameplay, uh, mechanics, and everything like that.
1: The art. Wait, wait, whoa. Designer Todd McFarlane? (laughs) He's one of the designers for the game. Now I'm actually interested in it.
0: Uh, Spearheaded. I don't know what role he has, but, uh, see, Spearheaded by a esteemed group of people, including fantasy novelist R.A. Salvatore, who does, like, the dress, the dress novels that are pretty big, like, D.D. Yeah. For- Forgotten Realms books. Yeah, Tom McFarlane and Ken Rawson, who was a lead designer at Elder Scrolls IV, Oblivion.
1: Um, I don't know, it kind of reminds me of, like, um, the graph, like, I don't know, just the artwork kind of reminds me of Dante's Inferno. I never played that game, but I had a friend that used to always tell me I should play it.
0: Yeah, had a friend that really wanted me to get into that game, too.
1: Really? Of Dante's or this one?
0: Of Dante's. I heard it was really good.
1: I heard it's like you going through, like, the rings of hell or something.
0: I heard it's kind of like a poor man's God of War. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: But, like, like it's still enjoyable because God of War is, like, enjoyable. But it's not the same polish as God of War.
1: Well... Maybe I'll try reckoning, dude. Like so it's getting re released. is it gonna be a budget title or is it gonna be full price?
0: Um, I think you could pick it up, yeah, you could pick it up forty bucks.
1: That's not bad. For yeah, a game is... of like that quality, uh like now like I'm just interested in it because Todd McFarlane had something to do with it.
0: My real question though is whether or not Gail's gonna pick up the collector's edition, which is a hundred and ten bucks it comes with a statue, some keychains, a soundtrack, some like artwork cards.
1: <laughs> I mean that's not bad for a uh, for a, a collector's edition. It's not no, too it's
0: bad. Not... Yeah, it's not too much at all.
1: Uh, yeah, some of these collector's editions are getting too crazy with like the prices. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I was watching a Vlad TV interview, and they had um... oh man, why can't I think of his name? Who was the guy that played uh, Spawn?
0: Oh, um, in the movie or
1: Michael in Jai the... White? I would never have gotten that. <laughs> Alright, so I was watching it and then uh he's like a Vlad regular. Um anyway, he was asking him like about if he knew if he knew anything about uh the spawn movie. I guess Jamie Foxx is tied to the movie for sure, like he's tied to the script and so is Jeremy Renner. But like he said that people come up to him all the time, like, Oh man, like I'm sorry, like you're not in spawn he's like, I don't really give a shit And he's like, I guess like Hella people come up to him and always ask him about Spawn or talk to him about Spawn. Like, I think he hates it. But he was saying that he ran into Todd McFarlane and, like, it it doesn't have a budget yet. And so he, like, Todd McFarlane has never directed a movie, but he's trying to direct it. And he's also never, you know, made a screenplay. So he's like, that's the problem. Like, this guy makes comic books, not screenplays and i guess like he was telling him all these ideas like yeah it's like spawn is going to be like this mist and like you don't you see him but like you don't really ever see him and i was like god that sounds terrible
0: yeah that sounds you see him but you never really see he's seen like him. a
1: mist i was like that's terrible people want to go cuz they want to see like what you could do with like the cgi now right that was that was like
0: the when the first spawn movie came out everybody was just talking about how great the cape looked
1: i thought dude, to be honest Dude, I saw that thing in a movie theater that only had one screen. You know, oh, there was wow. only one screen in the whole theater. And um, I liked it, dude. It was the same movie theater I saw Office Space at, what, fifth grade?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I, I was indifferent to it. I didn't hate it. I didn't necessarily love it. I thought it was decent, like a popcorn, a decent popcorn flick.
1: Yeah, I thought it was, um, I don't know, I thought it was really good. I mean, if it's on, I'll watch it.
0: Right. I mean, John Leguizamo is... Uh... He's was great. Wanda
1: <laughs> Yeah. Uh that's all the news I got, Dan.
0: Uh, that's basically all the news I got. I know that uh actually this is some old news. But it's kinda cool actually. So Max's games, the guys that came out, SimCity, Sim Ant, Simfarm, stuff like that. At one point they made a partnership with uh Chevron, I guess. Uh, and uh and they made Sim Refinery, which is basically like a a simulation, like, oil business uh, of SimCity type of thing. And it was never officially released. It was kind of just a thing that uh, they would have at... They would pass around, like, the different, like, uh, locations of Chevron, whatever, for people to mess around with, I guess, as, like, a teaching tool or something. I'm not entirely sure. But it was kind of like this thing where it became kind of like an internet legend. Like, oh, did it exist? There's a couple screenshots of it, but did it actually exist? Because nobody has a copy of it. People have gotten a copy of it. It's on the internet now. People can go and download it, and this piece of history this video game history is just kind of like this nebulous thing It's finally concrete now.
1: Oh yeah, I think I heard about that.
0: yeah, Gail was really excited because it's like the only Sim city game she never got to play. basically. I finally found the copy of it for her to download and play it. It's... Apparently, the game is, is not run very well it's not it's not a full game, but it's it's there. People found it. you know oh. Dude, I want to talk about FPGA. Do you know what FPGA is?
1: Um, no, I have no idea.
0: It's this thing I've known about for a while, but I didn't. Um, uh, I recently saw a video that kind of literally broke down how they make it work. So FPGA is kind of like this uh emulation thing, um, emulation setup that people have. Um, where basically they have they they instead of trying to emulate a system to make it run games stuff like that. They literally take each of the different like components of a system, like the chips, break them down into code, and emulate the chips, so that the systems are running with the chips. So the emulators are basically running as close to the actual console as they can get.
1: Uh, filled, program, uh, programmable gate arrays. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So basically, this is as close to playing on the original hardware as you can get right now, and in some, in many cases, it is better than playing on the original hardware cuz you get the same like the game runs the same but you can do higher resolution you can do different filters and stuff like that you can put it on the big screen TV without some fancy upscaler
1: So like what like what are you talking about like PS2 Xbox like what
0: No not, not right now more like Genesis Nintendo stuff like that but like yeah like problems, emulation you know you run the emulator the sounds off or there's a there's lag there's button lags or something like that. Like oh, FPGA or there's like doesn't have at the that. bottom
1: or the top. There's like tearing.
0: Yeah. So this this is so FPGA is supposed to kinda of basically get rid of that. Obviously, you know. But the cool thing about it is say, um, uh, there's like a sound chip. The Sega Genesis used a specific sound chip, like you know, we'll call it the SX one hundred or something like that. Other companies would use that sound chip in their games like a Neo Geo, the Jaguar, stuff like that. So when they they turn the, the sound chip into digital code Suddenly, they, they've done that work for all these other systems now too because it it's the same chip that just yeah. got used in different consoles. So the way it works, the way people are doing it is, one, if they can get a hold of like the actual documentation of what the chip did and how it did it, they just take that information, uh, put it into a digital format, and use that. But if they can't find that, they will peel back the layers of the chip and visually through a microscope see how everything connected and then put it into code that way.
1: That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Damn. you are going to get one of those like, eyeglass things like a jeweler. A it's
0: really cool, though.
1: That is pretty crazy, though. Um, oh, so I have PlayStation now. So I'll, I figure, hey, I might as well take advantage of these games rather than spending like full price or half price on them. Man, that game Metro Exodus sucks.
0: What? Don't tell me that. Have you played it? No, I, I was looking forward to it, though.
1: Dude, it's not... It's not as good as I thought. Well, you'll probably like it. This shit I mean, kind of reminded me of Fallout a little bit.
0: Did you play the the other Metro games at all?
1: Never. But
0: Oh, so you might not be in the mindset for it then.
1: Because, like, I was just like, okay. Like, it was dumb. Like, I, like, it's like, obviously, I just, like, got into the game. And it's like, you've run out of bullets. And it's like, well, my punches aren't doing shit. And I'm outnumbered by enemies. Now what do you want me to do? I only had six bullets. And I'm going, like... On this, uh, on this, uh, oh man, I can't can't think of the word
0: Train ride thing, yeah.
1: No, it's, it's, like, it was linear. And it was, like, obviously, like, there's nowhere else I could go. Like, I'm supposed to still keep going through this area, but, like, I, like, there's nothing I could do. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that franchise
0: isn't, like, intended to be a first-person shooter. It's intended to be more like a survival shooter.
1: Yeah, I mean, I kind of got that, and I was like, alright, this game is not for me. Did, did
0: you have the pneumatic uh, rifle? That you have to actually pump it up.
1: No, I didn't have that, or maybe I did. I just didn't know how. But right now, uh, I mean, there's there was a bunch of there's a there's a few games like I still haven't played on PlayStation now. But um, the games I did play, I was like, nah. The next one I'm gonna try out is uh, Vampire. Ooh, the
0: Bloodlines one. No, oh, yeah. Vampire.
1: Vamp. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Vampirio. That's gonna be my guy's name. Uh, no, dude, that's the one, like, uh, the guy that we interviewed when we played his game, uh, I told him yeah, about um... it. So like, yeah, I don't know if you remember, like if you, you have to like befriend people and build relationships, but you also need to feed. And then I guess the stronger your bond with somebody, the better the feed will be for you, but because you've built that bond up so strong now. People will be like, "Hey, where's that person? I I've seen you around with that person a lot. Like, where'd they go? You were the last person to see them. Like, so you have to be careful on like who you feed on and like how many people you're feeding on."
0: Yeah, and it gives you the more dilemma because feeding unlocks your powers. So you can play without feeding, but you're gonna be like super weak. But if you feed, you become super strong. Yeah. And, like, the game won't repopulate people, as far as I remember. It won't repopulate people into the town if you fed on them. So you can, like, make your town practically a ghost town if you feed too much.
1: And then you have nobody to feed on, and then nobody to form bonds with to make yourself... Uh, I forget what it does, but you unlock, like, other abilities. I don't know. It seems like a... a I don't know. I've never played a game like it before, so I'm kind of curious to see, like, how the system and the mechanics actually work out.
0: Yeah. No, it sounds... It seems pretty cool.
1: The game you gotta play, Dan, I forgot. I'll I'll bring it over next time so you can try it. Uh, Control. That thing... Was a failure, but everybody who's played it has nothing but positive things to say about it.
0: Yeah, I've, I've, I mean, critically, it's, uh, uh everybody loves it.
1: Yeah, but it flopped sales wise because nobody knew it, about it.
0: Yeah, there, there was no like advertisement really behind it.
1: Yeah, it was, yeah, pretty bad because I looked into it and I'm like, dude, why didn't, why are not like more, and you, I think that is a PlayStation Now title right now, and Spider Man's even on there too.
0: Oh, wow. I hear Spider-Man's really good. You should probably check that one out.
1: I know, yeah, I just haven't. I mean, I don't know, man, like, it's a, like, I'm sure it is fun, but it's just, like, it's to the point to where, like, I'm kind of done with, like, sandbox games. Like, like ever since I played the last Batman, I was just, like, the one where you have to do a lot of stuff with your car, I was just, like, totally turned off by it. And I'm like, dude, I'm done with these, like, open-world games for a while.
0: I honestly, I got turned off by the second Batman, which is a shame because I really like the games. But I was just like, "Oh, there's just too much open world stuff going on." Kind of, I'm kind of over
1: it. This game makes you feel like Batman. Ah, yes, in this game you play as Batman. You really feel as Batman. Every person reviewing the game, that was their like main thing.
0: Yeah, but I, I, yeah, the games are the games handle really well. I just it's like all right go talk to this person I go halfway across town to go do the mission that they sent you on then come all the way back I'm like god
1: damn it I yeah I just get tired of like repeat fetch quest and it's like dude I feel like you think I'm an idiot because you just filled this game like 50% of fetch quests like nothing's really happening here it's just me going from point a to point b and then, like, oh, yeah, so help me do this. And it's like, oh, cool. Now I just met somebody. Now I can do another side quest that doesn't really do anything other than a fetch quest.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, like, especially since it's Batman, I want to do them. Because it unlocks, like, more Batman lore or whatever. You know, like, more Batman villains that you can, like, do quests about or something like that. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. But that's, it just burns me out way too fast.
1: Yeah, like, I didn't like... um like, all the, like, dude, the Riddler stuff was so annoying, dude. I'm like, dude, I'm done with this guy. Like, I don't want to do this, like, especially because it gets annoying with the car.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, I don't know. So, ever since I played, like, I'm sure, like, I do, I, oh, man, it's just the last one really just turned me off. And I'm just like, dude, I don't want to play another superhero game. And it's just open world. And I'm like, I, I just don't do what I'm supposed to do.
0: Yeah, I mean the first one, the Arkham Silent one was it was perfect. It was just the right size. It wasn't it still felt open worldish, but it wasn't like so massive that you feel like you're wasting time traveling.
1: Dude, yeah, that was a, yeah, that was a thing too. Like, dude, it was so much traveling like dude, it's too big. Like even if you use the car, it still takes forever because people are attacking you and then other things happen. So even if you are trying to go with the game, you know, uh point A to point B, dude, you just There's so much shit that just happens, and it's like, oh, now you're being ambushed now. It's like, dude, I'm not trying to deal with this. I'm just trying to go from the other side of this island to the other side. That's it.
0: Yeah. Well, eventually they'll tell us what their next game is, and people are still saying it's going to be another DC game.
1: Well, let's just get this straight right now. DC is trash. It's all about Marvel.
0: Oh, I will fight you, boy. I'm sorry when I read a when I read a comic about superheroes, I want them to feel like superheroes. I want them talking about how they have an alcohol addiction.
1: What what comics are those?
0: Iron Man literally had an alcohol addiction. It was a big problem, like in I don't know seventies or something like that.
1: Yeah, so that's cool.
0: Yeah, and it's just him like whining about like, oh, I'm just human. I wish I was better than human. And like Superman's over there, just you know doing heroic stuff and not whining for like issues on end.
1: Okay, that's the dumbest character ever. Oh, like how stupid are those people that live in Metropolis? Hey, you kind of look familiar. Oh, no. Let me put a little curl in my hair. Hey, you're Bruce Wayne. No, I'm not. Slicks his hair back. I'm Superman. Oh, yeah.
0: But like, How first is of all, that's First of all, first of all, Bruce dumb. Wayne is Batman. Clark Kent is oh, Superman. Oh, Clark Kent,
1: Clark Kent my bad. Clark Kent. I
0: Everybody likes to say like, "Oh, that's so stupid." Like, "Oh, it doesn't make any sense." The fact of the matter is, I've seen that happen in real life.
1: Who are these people, so, Dan?
0: I I don't, I don't know. What to tell you, man? Like it, it, it does happen in real life. If somebody you know goes to the bathroom, takes their glasses off for some whatever reason, the washroom, and like forgets to put them back on. They come back, like sit at a table, at, like at a restaurant with their friends or whatever, and be like, "Hey, who the hell are you?" Like, "Oh shit, you're uh, you're so and so without your glasses." that it recognize you. It happens. And it's not just that he's taking the glasses off. He has a whole body, uh, you know, like, his whole body posture is different and everything.
1: That was a terrible argument, Dan. That was a terrible, <laughs> that's, too, that's just terrible. Just, you can't defend that, Dan.
0: I mean, you can say it's ter- as terrible as you want it, want it to be, but, like, the fact of the matter, it works. It happens in real life. Um, I might I have might agreed with you in the past, but once I've seen that it actually happens, I'm like, no, actually, no. It makes more sense now than, than I thought it did.
1: I'm I'm more of a dark horse kind of guy, anyway.
0: Oh yeah, you like all those uh aliens versus predator comics?
1: No, all the Juggalo comics. <laughs> oh, no, just dark. Kidding.
0: Dark horse, man. They are they are such a weird studio <laughs> or
1: publisher. Yeah, I I don't know. I think they even I think they even publish anime too.
0: Yeah, they probably do. I think they're they became famous for like the Witchblade comics and stuff like that, right?
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: All right, man. Uh, What PSVR game out of the ones you've played so far would you really want a sequel to come out for?
1: Mm, I don't definitely AstroBot. Uh, maybe another Pixel Rips. Um, just more games that incorporate the move controller because there isn't that many. I think there's only like maybe like four.
0: Uh, You mean the aim controller?
1: I mean, uh, what did I say?
0: You said the move controller.
1: Oh, sorry, the uh, aim controller.
0: Okay, I just wanted to clarify.
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Farpoint is good. um, But, like, if you could mix Farpoint with, uh, what's the, what's that other game, that action game right now that's, like, super popular? It comes with, it's, like, Blood and Truth? Uh, the, The British one? Yeah, I think so. Right? It's called Blood and Truth? Yeah. Okay, if that, see, there needs to be, like, pistols or something and then on the back of like the pistol there's like the direction pad or something like on the top where like the hammer would be like on a gun
0: yeah yeah because, i see i know what you're saying that would yeah, be great
1: or like you know even like a toggle and then it had like that move arrows like right above it like dude that game would work so much better if it had those things in it um but yeah just i don't know dude just more uh, more more of those because i'm telling you dude like it's pretty immersive playing Firewall with the aim controller.
0: Are you going to get the uh, bump suck?
1: Uh, I was thinking about it. Or I could just yeah. go buy, like, a little toy and then just, like, put it on there.
0: I saw, like, a guy reviewing and said that, like, his uh, ability to aim was a lot faster with it.
1: Yeah, but also, like I said, dude, like, I, I'm i waiting on that wall mount because it just, it kind of sucks right now. Uh, because you want it to be comfortable, like, when I play uh, Firewall, like it's kind of stiff because I'm having to like hold it up, like really like prop it up, like so my posture is kind of weird, right? So I just to be like more comfortable, I'm waiting on that um, because he wanted to track you properly.
0: Are you gonna? Are you gonna look into getting some colored lights?
1: Uh, we'll see how it works with you, and then yeah, and then if you want to sell me those ones, and then you get the other ones that you're looking at, then yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I, I'm probably gonna at least pick up one of the other ones to kind of just compare the levels of color gradients to them. See if it, because if the other ones work just as well, you should just buy the other ones for like twenty bucks.
1: Yeah, I well, I do I do want to play uh, the Trevor or Traversing Universe? I forget what it's called. It's the one
0: Trevor I, Saves the Universe.
1: Dude, I heard I've w- been watching reviews on it, and people are like, "If you like Rick and Morty, this game is hilarious. Like, you will definitely love this game." Because I, I guess the other Rick and Mo- the actual Rick and Morty game, it's super short. That mm-hmm. that was one of the that was one of the drawbacks people had said about the game. But I, I saw the visuals and like it's pretty cool. Like it's like pretty like in your face.
0: You should probably also look into Accounting Plus, which is another game that I think was created by some of the people that worked on Rick and Morty. Oh, really? Yeah, and pe- people say it's also really funny and like kind of off the wall and shit.
1: Yeah, you and I still have to play uh, Star Trek. Star Trek, sorry. I mean,
0: really, we have to just play anything in VR multiplayer. I I don't think I've done VR multiplayer on PlayStation.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, we got to try it before next episode. For sure. All right, Dan. That's all I got.
0: That's all I got, too. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, You know, go support uh, any organization that's uh, showing support right now through donations and whatnot. Get that voice heard out there, and uh, hopefully we'll have uh, some big announcements for next week. As far as uh games companies talking about things coming out soon. Alright, mushy mushy.